Madden Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. The year is 3013. The galaxy is scintillating in the mellow light. Two galactic pilgrims seek out vistas in the samurai future to bring forth the unity of the cosmic shaman. Opening the door of the pantheon of mystics, the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire. This week, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. In the year 1993, Rita Repulsor escaped after 10,000 years, and Zordon recruited a team of teenagers with attitude. I think I was a... I was a teenager with attitude in 1993. I was like a poser, right? I was like, like wearing skating gear, but I couldn't skate at all. The one time I tried to skateboard, I hurt myself, but <laughs> I played in a band. I guess that makes up for it. Cause you know, who, who doesn't seem to, Hey, actually, is there an episode of the mighty Morphin power Rangers where they all form a band? Must be. <laughs> if not a mighty Morphin, one of the power Rangers shows. Cause there's been like 20 something at this point. Yeah, because there are the California Dreams, which is a, a Saved by the Bell knockoff that focused Thank on the you. California event. What? I was ju- we were just talking about <laughs> California Dreams on my podcast literally a couple of days ago, and we were trying to remember if California Dreams was a band in California Dreams. And it turned out that me and my co-host had watched completely different seasons of California Dreams because later on they just forget they're in a band and stop talking about that. So I know them as a band, and he was like, a band? What do you mean? Oh, I'm so- on your... I'm on your side. I knew about the band. I didn't I, I didn't watch that one though so much. I don't no. have my weird obsession with that. So okay, no. there we go. Um okay. Uh first off, this is Matt. This is Luke. This is the sci-fi sanctuary where I am supposed to be your grumpy old dad that's drug off to to watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But yeah. We're also joined today by Dave Bulmer. Um, someone I've been a fan of, I think, for a long old time. Since seeing your acapella Mario music back when oh, I was yeah. still in school. <laughs> oh, that was ages ago. Were you still in school? Like like high school, not like elementary school. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Pretty sure yeah. I was. Yeah. Well, that was when I was in my, I don't know, twenties. Well, it depends on what Mario music you mean. I guess if it was I think probably Mario Land was the last Mario-based one that I did. And that was was I 30 by then? I might have been. Can't remember. I I don't know why I'm trying to answer that question. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> it was it must have been about twenty. Twelve. That's your 13, age. I yes, think your you're age. about six years older than me because mm-hmm. I happen to know that you were thirteen in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, well, I turned fourteen in nineteen ninety six. Okay, but I was thirteen in part of nineteen ninety six. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm like right on the other age of the the Mighty Morphin age barrier because I would have been uh, 14 when this movie came out. Meaning I was just, you know, like three years earlier, like it would have been yeah. cool probably. I, I all the colors looked appealing on the TV, but you know there were yeah. girls coming over by that point. So well, I can tell you this. I can tell you this much. I was about I think 11 when it started. I think it started on British TV in about 1993, possibly 94. So I was 11 or 12. And when it was on its way, 
and we saw the adverts for it coming up, I remember us all like being like, that looks awful. Like, is this a joke? Are we supposed to watch this? That the are these just big balloon people slapping each other? What what is this? Because that that was you know I'd never seen any Super Sentai or any of that. Never seen never seen the like. So to me, I'd never seen costumes like that. And they all well they look yes I had I'd seen Mister Blobby. That's what they look like. <laughs> they look like Mister Blobby. They look like big soft balloon people smacking each other. And then we almost ironically, like me and my brother watched the first episode and we're just like, wait a minute though, <laughs> quite entertaining and then by episode three we were devoted fans and could not stop watching it okay so i guess yeah because i'm that little bit younger i was just 100 on board from the moment i saw it I was like yeah. there was no element of irony or comedy i was just like this is the coolest thing i've seen yeah. in my life it would have been <laughs> like a mixture of normal to you as in like yeah i'm a child show me images on tv i'll watch them this is fine yeah and like if that was the latest thing you'd be like oh whoa okay um kind of like i was with turtles i suppose mm -hmm. I, was I guess i stepped into this one pretty bass backwards where i um like i watched like you know grainy uhf ultraman in the 80s oh got... there you are so you knew about this stuff already Right, but I didn't watch this stuff because I saw my granny Ultraman. I um I saw the the reboot thing a few years ago for a reason I don't quite remember. <laughs> and then I just saw this like two nights ago. So other than you know channel flipping in the nineties, this is the first time I saw like the the proper Power Rangers. Oh, you've not seen this before, like for this for this podcast, you've seen this. Yeah, I watched yeah. it for this podcast. Yeah, so oh. that—that's the point here. I'm the the grumpy old man that's drug in to to watch it. <laughs> Speaking of being dragged in to watch this, I, I I will tell you this that when, so when this film was on its way, which was a good you know couple of years into Power Rangers, and it was it was very much a thing. And in fact, these aren't these aren't the original Power Rangers. Some of them. Yeah, I think um, there's only like two of the original five in there. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll talk about that later, but um. When I went to see this, I was very, very excited to see it, and but I was but I was aware I was a bit too old for that. So I did this whole pantomime on the way into the cinema of appearing to be being dragged there by my younger brother and being annoyed about it. <laughs> so I had a big grumpy face on on the all the way up the stairs. And I'm like, all right, here we are. Okay, uh, his little brother. Uh. <laughs> and uh, no, I was, no, I was there entirely for my own entertainment. <laughs> and a big happy glow. Uh, yeah, it is that. You know, my daughter's twelve now, so it's like we don't oh. why, we don't see animated films anymore, right? What twelve? Mm. I'm still watching them. <laughs> no, well, she'll probably get back to them. Well, no, no, she watches. She watches anime. She wants to watch Haikyuu, the you know, you know the counts. volleyball anyway but as you know as far as like like pixar or something that's that's off the table at the moment so fair enough <laughs> it wasn't when i was 12 i was all in for it in fact i was about i think i was 12 when return of jafar came out on video the, <laughs> the first and one of the most notorious straight to video disney sequels never mind like no hint of irony i loved it i was <laughs> thought it was brilliant <laughs> yeah because i also do a pokemon podcast and people always bring up like well, you know, you like the first couple you play, and then you have a few years where you go away uh -huh. from it. Like, no, I never had that. Really? <laughs> like, I, I, for, I played the first one, played every single one, and loved it throughout. And I'm oh, quite well proud done. to say I never really had a phase where I was like pretended not to like anything. 
Yeah. I, I was born without a sense of shame. Yes. So, I mean, as we can tell, we are podcasting now. Like, yes. You don't do that if you have a sense of shame. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I, was, I was all through my teens. I was just like, yeah, I'm into what I'm into. What you unabashedly like, though, you still might not share. Um, while we're while we're other podcasting, I, I do and just about like weird educational films. And um, I, I showed, you know, my, my friend since we we're like 10 years old, like this thing from uh, American public television, the 80s, it's super trippy. He's like, why didn't you ever tell me about this? I'm like, because it's not when you're 12. It's not like, hey, I saw this cool thing on public TV, you know, that's <laughs> supposed to teach you letters, even though now is, you know, like adults we can be like, wow that is whack and trippy you know <laughs> but it didn't <laughs> even if you dig it you know maybe you don't tell your friends about it so uh, maybe that's yeah. my question so um dave was was going in with grumpy face to see this movie uh, luke what, what were you doing so i literally dragged my mother and father to watch this movie with me <laughs> and they've not forgiven me uh. <laughs> Yes, now that's the other, that's the thing. The On the way in, I was tremendously excited. And I think on the way out, I might have stopped being a Power Rangers fan. Oh. I ah. think that, that might have been the day that did it. This was one of the first, the, the way I remember it is this is the first time that I was disappointed in the cinema. Um, because before that, I was not discerning. I was just a child and I went to see the things that you were supposed to see. I even saw, I saw Turtles 3 and wasn't disappointed. Um hmm. I recognized that it wasn't as good as Turtles 1. I must have done because I never ended up with it on video. So it can't have been something I was that into. But that's a that day is difficult to measure what my response to the film was because there was only me and my friend in the cinema. So we basically spent the whole time running around and lying across seats and things and just thinking <laughs> it was just an absolutely brilliant time we were having. So like that, it, it almost didn't matter what the film was, I guess. So yeah. But yeah, no, Power Rangers, the movie. Uh, yeah, so I went in expecting a lot because the hype for the movie the build up to the movie and my personal hype for it was real with capital r like uh, by the way listeners i'm from sonic the comic the podcast because i'm a fan of the, the old british sonic comics and in those comics around this time there was this advert on the back page for several issues in a row advertising little toys of the figures from the film that you could get um, by sending off, in, getting enough packets of uh, Frosties, and for Americans, that's Frosted Flakes. Um, and you could get these figures. And so because of this picture, I could see that the Power Rangers in the film weren't going to just be Lycra costumes. They were going to be armor. They were going to have all of these segmented bits all over. The, you know, I thought it was going to be armor. In the actual film, it's basically shaped rubber with a couple of bits of plastic taped on. But... Um, <laughs> It looked amazing. It was all segmented in different bits, and I was very so I was very excited about the film. And then, yes, um, what I got was something that I didn't think was even as good as an episode of Power Rangers. Unfortunately, what yeah. we got back, it didn't live long. <laughs> I think at the time I was too young to notice that. Yeah, and so I have a lot of nostalgia for this film, so I still enjoy watching it. But now I can see, yeah, it's not as good as just the stuff they were stealing from Japan. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing because <laughs> I think because that was there's a certain quality to the Super Sentai stuff. People thought of it as bad. People thought of it as mm. a bit scrappy. And so here's a film. This isn't going to be homemade. We've got CG in this. We've got a budget. We can make, and it all ends up looking so much more homemade than the the Zuranga Zuranga or whatever. Is, I don't know how you pronounce it. Zuranga uh, yeah. footage that they use in Power Rangers, like. 
yeah, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. But, but I'm sure we'll get way more into all of this later on. Yes. Yeah, but I guess that... I should throw in that I have I have seen a fair amount of Common Rider playing on company TVs <laughs> <laughs> before watching this. But yeah, I'll I will I will do the plot from this. Just okay. being my first my first entry. It won't take you long. <laughs> I, I I might have over. It won't take me too long, but I might have. Matt always overwrites these, so it will take him too long. <laughs> Let's well, overwrite. Somebody it. has to, I suppose. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They like all skydive onto a small target while their idiot friends miss the mark and unleash the 7,000-year-old villainry of Ivan Ooze. Ivan's like all cray-cray evil. He mostly murders the Power Rangers, overlord Zondar, strips the Rangers of their power, and dispatches <laughs> those amateur TV show villains. While the Power Rangers go zipping around the galaxy using the last of their reserves, Ooze enslaves all of the parents to bring on the age of Ivan or something. The Power Rangers enlist the help of softcore Zondar ally Dulcia and become Ninja Rangers. I know they had a different name, forgot it already. With no, lamer costumes, unless it's the 90s, wherein they are fully fat with a PH. The Power Rangers return to Earth, where Ivan Ooze has managed to create some mecha kaiju to screw shit up. Since the enslaved parents are no longer needed, Ooze's mind controls them to their doom, only to be thwarted by some lame kid. Meanwhile, the Power <laughs> Rangers Voltron up to smash up some CGI mechs. With the day saved, the Rangers return to home base and solve death, which brings back Zondar. <laughs> a 90s party. Turn up your mouth sometime You never know what you're gonna find Relax yourself today As the world starts to drift away You have to touch the sky You have to know the reason why You have to smell the sun You have to hold your life in that is almost to the word all correct. There's okay. really only one word I take any umbrage with, but yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> I know which word he takes umbrage with. It's Zordon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Who's Zondar? <laughs> oh, no. oh, the planet is something like that, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Okay. Is it the planet like Xandar? No, okay. I don't think so. That that may just be something from something else. Yeah, uh, that's just something from Matt's brain, I guess. Oh, I here it says Zordon a few lines up. Oops, that's a mistype. Maybe it, <laughs> uh, maybe, right. it maybe it like spell corrected for me. Except it's I, mean, uh, I, I do as a notepad, so it doesn't spell correct anything. <laughs> there's no reason why you should know the name of Zordon of Eltar. Yeah, <laughs> he's like you know what I mean. He's just a big wibbly head. It doesn't matter it's, if you don't watch Power Rangers. He doesn't matter. Yeah, whereas well, for me, he's like. How could you not know Zordon? I know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, of course yeah. you wouldn't know Zordon. I mean, I give, 
proper me as a bit credence. Weird, but I'll give him <laughs> proper credence to uh, you know, big floating heads, you know. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have been seeing the red dwarf big floating head around this time, I guess. So <laughs> there is an amazing cosplay I've seen yeah. where a guy he put like a tube over his head and then had a little command center with the action figures. And he went oh, to cool. a comic con as Zordon. <laughs> that's oh, one of the coolest great. things I've ever seen. <laughs> I could just re-edit and patch myself as an well, no, that, you know that works. I'd be like, you you damn kids and your your Zondar, right? You know, so it works out. <laughs> now right. I now I knew we had added a ranger by this time. Um I didn't know we had lost some rangers by this time and I, yeah. i've heard there's a curse to the rangers so i guess my question is how many were in prison when this movie came out? no it's not no that's not that wasn't the problem I, I i think what it was i should have researched it for this podcast but i think what it was just from what i remember is that um three of them basically was it three attempted to renegotiate their contracts mm-hmm. and the uh the company went what we never agreed to pay you and they went <laughs> okay well because this is a film like you understand there's a film we're gonna make like that's different to just doing a, a dub kind of of a <laughs> Japanese TV show. We, I know we're not exactly what you might call union, but we deserve bit paying for this film. And they were like, no. And so they so they left. And so there's a whole season of Power Rangers where I don't know how much of the season it is. Maybe it's half. It's quite a lot of episodes where really conspicuously some of the Power Rangers aren't in it, but are being made to look as if they are. Like you're constantly okay. just seeing over the shoulder of someone with similar hair bobbing <laughs> up, bobbing up and down a bit while a, while an impression of their voice is being done by just wow. someone. It's it's and and I didn't notice at the time as a kid, even though by this time I was like 13, 14. I didn't notice, but to watch them back now, it's hilarious how obvious it is that they're trying to compensate for the absence of several key cast members, and. They even like they play dirty, like they brought in these like equivalent teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, who dress in the because because they the Power Rangers always dressed in colors to represent what Power Ranger they were, even in their normal civvies. And um, they brought in these other kids who were like, Hi, we're the new characters and we wear those colors as well. And it, as I understand it, that was explicitly a threat to the ones who were trying to renegotiate their contracts. And um, <laughs> And anyway, it, it, they they continued on, and so they left the series. And so, yes, we have these new Power Rangers just in time for the film to come out and to ruin the film. I remember watching it and being like, well, I don't accept that this isn't the Power Rangers. I came to see the yeah, Power Rangers. I think I was a bit of that because I think on British TV, I don't think we've caught up to them changing actors. No, or they just or they just done it or something. Yeah, or it maybe was, it, it had really... on Sky but not on yeah, real TV. Yeah, it was a really new thing, and it just... Yeah, yeah it was just gross and we didn't like it. <laughs> uh, for reference, Matt, it's the yellow, black and red rangers had all had their actors yes. replaced at this point. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I definitely noticed that the 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 black ranger wasn't leaving much of a um of, of a mark here. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah, I mean I was just like it's 90s TV so maybe none of them fit. But yeah, there there's zero chemistry between our our intrepid team of heroes. Yes, they're not. They're not really <laughs> They're not, yes, they're not the best, are they? Like, fair play to all of them, and and I nothing against any of them, but in terms of acting, it is very much low budget kids TV rather than film adaptation of low budget kids TV, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> the um, I think even Tommy hadn't become the White Ranger for us yet. 
No. Um, I think or the he, film... Or again, or he just... I, no, hmm. I think he just had, but it was around this exact time. Yeah. Um, I tell you why it's, it's difficult to measure for me because for me, um, I... Because we got it on terrestrial TV a year or two years after they did in America, stuff started to filter through. So the first time that we found out that there was a white ranger, you mm. have to be careful what order you say the words in. Um, <laughs> the first time I found out there was going to be a white a, a white ranger of power um, was when they released a single. They released a, like a remix of the Power Rangers theme tune for Christmas. Must have been ninety four or. Yeah. Um and there's a like the end of the single is just a little clip. It kind of like the music fades out and then you get, you know, Zoridan, what's that in the viewing globe? That is the future you are seeing, Alpha. That is the White Ranger. And it echoed off. And that was like meant to be a tease. We're like, the what? Even though it was already on in America, like they'd already done it. Um, but they knew what was coming here. They had a bit more time to essentially um uh, trial it but i knew already because my friend had been to hamley's the toy shop in london the big toy shop and they had these imported power ranger toys and they had the white ranger there and he told us this and we thought he was lying you know we yeah. thought he was just telling fibs um but then there was this tease and then the album comes out and by the way power rangers a rock adventure is a good album shut up and <laughs> it, it if there's one thing out of all power rangers to keep it's that album, a good album, and um, but it also it tells this story, and it's it's sort of made to to you know they use clips from different episodes to kind of build a Power Rangers story soundscape. Mm. It isn't really about much. A monster comes down, they fight it, and the songs are just there. And in that, they do again the you know that that is the future you're seeing. That is the White Ranger, and they do this White Ranger Tiger Power song, and um, so all of this like we knew was coming. And it's just difficult to pin down whether it had come or not. But this film definitely landed in the cinema at was at what was the wrong time, put it that way. Mm -hmm. I guess because I'm a little younger, I didn't... I could see what was on TV and what I got bought for my birthday, but I yeah. couldn't really explore beyond that. So I think the poster for the movie was the... Because I, I could tell, because he's got, like, the sash. Yeah. So I knew he was the same character. Was I was like, oh, yeah. why is the Green Ranger white now? What's going on here? Oh, and I thought the movie exciting. would be the origin of that. Yes, there's a lot of things the movie might or could or should have been that it wasn't. <laughs> the movie gave you an origin for these Zords, and then the show just did a different origin anyway. That's the problem. So, Matt, you won't really know this, but like, these are not the power. When when they start, they already have different powers to when Power Rangers started, because in the TV series, there's been this big overhaul. The Zords, the robots, they have have died and you see them all like die and so then zordon goes like well i better give you some better ones then and, and out come these incredible new ones and they were amazing and then you bought all the new toys and they were amazing and then yes i will i know for certain that this is how the film was out of order to to uk terrestrial tv we had not had any idea that they were going to get ninja powers or which is the ninjetti we didn't know they were going to be ninja rangers that was not a thing we had. So that was where I was like, oh, that's the premise of this film is like, this is the origin of a, the next set of Zords. That's so exciting. The last time it happened, it was the most exciting thing that had ever happened on Power Rangers. That was where Lord Zed came from. The bloke who's just got no skin and his brain sat out and he's amazing. <laughs> um, well, 
So I'm like, great, let's go watch this thing where these... And then the news Zords come in and it's a bit rubbish. And then on TV, they get those Zords again, the same actors playing the same characters, get the ninja powers in a different, even stupider way to do with a guy <laughs> who has a voice like that. Oh, I'm, I'm the new ninja master. Oh. And it was awful. That was when I stopped watching Power Rangers. <laughs> but presumably uh, in, in America... Shark. Presumably in America, that had already happened. And then they were like, ah, we're doing a film. We've got to have something origin-y in it. We'll just do that again. We'll do a new version of how they get mm. those powers and nobody will care. Stupid kids will never notice. <laughs> this is... I am getting I thought I was going to sneeze. Like Transformers the movie, this film's problems all come from the fact that studio people don't realise how much kids care about this shit. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the just, thing there was like... We wouldn't care. They, they assumed that we could just kill off all the old characters and bring in new toys because kids don't care. Mm. And then it was like an emotional devastation seeing Optimus Prime die. They should have fought, fought and paid to keep the original actors in Power Rangers because as mm -hmm. it turns out, even though now, now, all these years on, with Power Rangers, I think, still going. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. It's totally normal for there to be new rangers, new casts, and so on and so on and so on and so on. And of course, over in Japan, they did that once a year. That was the whole premise. There was a new, whole new thing every year. Mm. What the people at Saban didn't really appreciate was, and same goes for Saved by the Bell, by the way. <laughs> we weren't, it turns out, watching it for the premise. We were watching it for those people. Mm. And yes, the premise was what... I mean, okay, that, that's more for Saved by the Bells and Power Rangers because for Power Rangers, we were also watching it for the premise. But when the original people went away and did so without much ceremony and as if it didn't matter, it was like, no then, like I'm not... I don't. They're gone then, I don't care anymore. Mm. And that well, also, made this film a bit trickier to watch. They know <laughs> at this point how much those actors are worth because anytime they want to make something to bring us back... Mm. It's like, look, Tommy's back. Look, Jason's yeah. back. Yeah. So eventually they cottoned on, but just, yeah, a bit too late, maybe. Whereas, see, I guess I was young enough that they were right. I didn't care. <laughs> oh, fair enough then. Fair so, enough. I mean, I, I do remember it being a surprise when I watched the film, a little bit yeah. of like, oh, this isn't Power Rangers. Mm. But I kept watching up through like Zeo, probably right, okay. Turbo, something like that. Okay. And then I had a younger brother, so he got into it just as I got out yeah. of it. Yeah, so yeah. I was vaguely aware of Power Rangers for quite a long run. But yeah. I was wondering because we also have the villains, which would be the adult actors. And I was sitting here thinking, Am I, I I'm getting short shrift of the proper villains, aren't I? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So Rita and Zed, like the woman and the red weird guy, they were the main villains on TV at this point. I was aware of that just from yeah. channel so, surf in the 90s. Then the gold one is one of their like main henchmen from the TV show. Yeah, he'd always been there. From that the pig thing isn't. No, he's just new for this. He's like, do you remember in the do you remember in the Masters of the Universe film where they had that weird little dwarf guy instead of Orko? <laughs> that was this pig. That was the next generation's version of that was this pig in this film. <laughs> he oh, is okay. nothing. He's literally he has he's never been in the TV show. He never was in it afterwards. <laughs> he, as far as I know, he's nothing. Apparently there are... <laughs> I don't know why I know this. I think we heard this quite recently. Like, I feel like the last couple of years we heard this, that there actually were deleted scenes that explained who he was, and he was like Goldar's cousin or something. So it wouldn't it, <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered who he was, but uh, uh, some mention of who he was might have been nice. Because well, He's on work study right now. You usually know, in the show, 
there is another monster who hangs around at their base, like the weird there's white. Two more. There's like the. I just remember that, like, I want to say he's a goat. I don't think he is. No, I know. Yeah, um, he's <laughs> yeah. the guy who makes the the monster yeah. play. So uh, I, I assumed there's... this was supposed to be him, and they just decided to give him a completely different. Costume. Yeah, they just made another one. No, and then there was. Um... And I can't, I can't remember their individual names. One of them's Babu. The the one that's like a, a, a big, tall, um, sort of slightly monkey-looking guy with um, glasses, mm. and he look, he's a bit intellectual-looking. Yeah, I think um, that's the one I'm thinking of. So oh, well, one? then the other one... Yeah, the other one is a, a shorter guy who's a little bit rattier-looking. He's kind of light blue-gray, and he's the one who goes, I will make you a monster on my special conveyor belt. You know, I make think me I... some putties! All right, I will. Finster, Finster. I think I've combined those two in my head yes, into one character. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely not this big anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh, here we go. Who who are the annoying dudes? I do remember being annoyed uh, by them. Oh, Vulcan Skull? Yeah, when channel flipping in the 90s and being like, like in the day being like, these guys are real annoying. <laughs> Originally, they were like theoretically the school bullies. They were the bullies, yes. But they're basically just comedy characters. Show was, up, we, do some slapstick was, for five minutes every episode and have a little theme I think, tune. I think by this time in the series, they were cops. Which ah, is not reflected in the film. Does happen eventually. I remember that. Because yeah. in Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, I remember that they're cops by that point. Oh, maybe they're cops then and I'm just misremembering. Yeah. But I think I saw the series where they were cops and... and... Maybe I saw a turbo. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> Just other than they are in the plane at the start of the movie, they don't. Their their story doesn't really intersect at all with no. anything else ever. Well, <laughs> no, you made it sound in the in the summary. You made it sound as if their failure to skydive correctly is what frees Ivan Ooze, but that's <laughs> not the case. They just happen to land where he's being freed. No, I just and, wanted um, to blame them with that. That's all. Yeah, I, I, I actually understood fair. what I, I understood what I was doing. I yeah. think <laughs> what they were going for with them was like a Flash Thompson thing, where they're yeah. mean to the real characters, but they're big fans of the Power Rangers. Oh yeah, oh that is exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and and also like the way that they're mean to the Power Rangers. You said they're sort of ostensibly the school bullies and that's really how it is like what would actually happen is that they would go like we're better than you and then they would you know enter a competition to beat them or whatever and every episode of power rangers ended with them being so badly like they would lose so badly that as an adult you watch it and you're like the power rangers are the bullies <laughs> every single episode yes it'll just be that a cake goes in their face or something but in a way where it's like someone will push their head right into it and then they'll all go ha 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 and then the credits will come up and go do 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 bum bum and it's not nice what what they do to Vulcan Skull it's no wonder they were against them they're horrible to them oh yeah because the Power Rangers they're not like geeks and outcasts they're clearly supposed to be the cool kids oh yeah they're they're the rich jocks yeah. yeah and then these two is this like this chubby guy and this like little scared guy yeah they are the ones getting bullied yes <laughs> these That's power the rangers are power rangers. so is this is this how bullies see the people they bully so the power rangers don't realize yeah. they're the bullies they're like well these yeah. guys are freaks so we're the heroes in this story. exactly they think they're the best and these two guys who are always trying to beat them at stuff because they're bad. No, it's because then they'd have some self-respect. Like, they'd have something in their own lives that isn't just, the, oh, I'm supposed to worship these rich kids. Exactly. They, That's exactly what it is. 
So they should, in fact, be the actual stars of the show. We should be doing the whole thing from their perspective. Well, the thing is, about life they're in. The thing is, Bulk and Skull outlasted all of them. Bulk and Skull were the screech of Power Rangers. They were they stayed put through multiple revolving casts and ended up being in it. You know, into the two thousands. They were they were there for they were there until I was like long since left university and didn't even ironically look at it ever again. Do you know what I mean? They they <laughs> they really were. They stayed, but and and fair play to them. They presumably made some bank off it. Well, see, they must have crossed the Roger Moore line, though. What, what were they when they finished? Like seventy years old? Because yeah, they're already well, fully yeah, no, think, here. <laughs> well, with in the case of Screech and Saved by the Bell, they dealt with that by making him a member of faculty. I wouldn't be surprised if something similar happened to Bulk and Skull. I mean, they became cops mm-hmm. at some point. So yeah, I guess they did just become like community members who were grown ups. <laughs> yeah, that probably is the case. But I think. All the Power Rangers actors, I guess because they're vaguely handsome hmm. and can act, they all assume that they've got big careers ahead of them. Yeah. Whereas Bulk and Skull were just smart enough to know, like, this is probably what we've got. <laughs> Let's just yeah. stick with it. Yeah, no, it may be, yeah. Because even, like, Tommy, um, is it Jason? No, Jason's, yeah, I can't remember his Jason name. Jason Frank? See, I wanted to say Jason Scott Card. But I think that's the no. guy who wrote Enter's Game. That, that's awesome, Orson. Scott Card, you're thinking of. But yeah, <laughs> it, you got the Sun Scott Card bit. <laughs> I think it's Jason Frank, but don't quote me on that. It's Jason David Frank. Because I it's always David remember Frank. It as a I thought part. there was something yeah. in between. Yes. And Austin St. <laughs> John is the. Yes. No, is plays Jason Lee Scott. That's why I'm getting all these names mixed up. Although. Anyway, White Ranger. Probably, it's probably Austin Sinjin, isn't it? That's how St. John is pronounced. Is that ah. true in America? It is here. I have no... I would say Saint, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, the point I was trying to make is he's probably the closest to becoming a star. He was and even he like basically just gets to keep doing power and just cameos. He's well, never got he, any bigger. Well, he... Um, he became a... Like, I think an MMA fighter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, his he whole thing was that he was like the MMA fighter who fights for Jesus. Oh, really? For Jesus? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was like a big Christian born-again guy as he was an MMA fighter. Huh. That's theologically complex, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sitting here to work out what your shtick would be, you know? Like, would you come in in robes and stuff? See, I could imagine what they would do if he was in the WWE doing that. Yeah, that's why I'm probably... Not in, like, real-life UFC. (laughs) (laughs) He should have gone in the WWE then, yeah. That's that's the fighting for Jesus I want to see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's where um, this is very off topic. The whole um, no, Luke. I can't remember topic. anyone's names today because it's seven a.m. Is why I can't remember anyone's names. <laughs> Who's the wrestler I look like? <laughs> Gold <laughs> dust. possibly tell you the, the dust in the right angle. No, <laughs> the, the the famous one. The one who's friends with Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, that's too famous. I was like, I, you can't forget that name. No, no, because his his big shtick was like the whole Austin three sixteen thing. That came about because he was fighting another wrestler who did do Bible quotes. And then Austin oh, just comes yeah. in and says, "Yeah, well, Austin three sixteen says I'm going to kick your ass." And that became right. his big catchphrase. I, I don't. That's, think that's quite correct. a good line. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what that verse says. I, I don't it, think I there's a I'm book wrong. of Austin anyway. I'm not sure there is an Austin. <laughs> Do you know that? I don't, I don't know how it happened, but an IRC channel I was on for like my entire life from the moment I got an internet connection. Um, 
that was so insular that it got it, almost its own in language, let alone in jokes. And one of them was that 316 meant good. And it was because of that. It was because of Austin 316. But I don't know what the steps were along the way. And then <laughs> it got to where you would just say, oh, that's 316. So still now, you know, if I'm at a shop and someone says that's 316, I'm like, yeah, it is quite good, isn't it? And, and I have to hold it in. Nice. And in, in, in a thousand years, he'll be like, you know, to everyone will we'll equate Stone Cold Steve Austin with like John the Baptist. I'm, I'm doing that <laughs> yeah. so, Luke, so we can keep the, so Luke will be happy at the rock and be Jesus and that, uh, in that <laughs> <laughs> forecast of the future. So the one member of cast we haven't talked about yet is the one who's actually good, which is Ivan Ooze. Oh, he's so good. He is having so much fun making this film. Is this the only time good. he shows up or is he like a yeah. thing? No, he was just oh, yeah, this. He's not, yeah, he's not from Power Rangers. He's just in this. I don't okay. think that actor was in Power Rangers in any other capacity either. Because um, he's like a proper check, actor. Yeah, yeah he's actually he's done... This kind of stuff, basically, I think is what he's done. Well, he's not like, it's not like getting, I don't know, a, a, a big famous name in. It's not like he's this this extremely established actor, but he was a proper actor who was in proper things as well as silly things. So like, I've yeah. seen him, I've seen him in two things other than Power Rangers that I'm aware of. One is that he's the vicar in Hot Fuzz, the best film ever made. And he's, so there's a bit where he, shows up with a couple of twin shotguns or something and it's funny mm -hmm. that's him and the other one was he was in the original british version of house of cards in the 80s and okay. um, only briefly it was in like the, the third series of it but he was a, a significant character in that and that's proper actors are in that that's like proper drama with actors in it um so yeah he's that explains why he's so good and why he stands out so tremendously especially since the scenes that he's in are mostly up against the villain characters mm. who are really some of the weakest performances in the whole thing. Not least because most of them are just costumes. But then whoever it is they've got to play Rita Repulsa, I'm not sure knew I'm not sure she knew it was the actual filming day. Like <laughs> it seems as if she's saving herself for the for the film because she's miming the words, but not really putting any 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 umph into them if you see what I mean. Well, they... Whereas she's still voiced by the proper woman who voices Reed Repulsive, which is this great big screamy voice. And she's just kind of talking at a normal pace with her mouth and it doesn't work. <laughs> Were they deliberately trying to capture the energy of her being dubbed That's in the, the TV yeah, show? <laughs> That's what it looks like, isn't it? That's what you can't help but think. Uh, but you have brought up Hot Fuzz now, so I have to go on a tangent. Okay. Uh, that, was, that was filmed in my hometown. Oh, I've been there then. Yeah, that released um, well. Well, I've been to the one that has the the square where the vicar gets the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's there. it's the it? smallest city in England, so it's all the same Is town. Um, and I went to the same school as Edgar Wright. Oh. But uh, so you've been having like a pretty wild storm in the UK, right? Yes. It actually did knock a steeple off of a church in I that know. town. Not yes, the same but... one. Not the same one. But no, yeah. but it was down the road, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's near that one, and yeah, people were tweeting, is, is Adam Buxton okay? That was nice. <laughs> so yeah, that was a weird thing. But yeah, anytime Hot Fuzz comes up, I have to mention that. <laughs> you can see the window of an apartment I would later live in oh, in the background great. of one shot. That, that's as oh, close that's as I got great. to being in it. <laughs> All right.
um, something that I, I guess we have to bring up is the monsters here, which seems to be yeah. a bit of a um, a squib. You mean the actual like the final boss monsters? Yeah, I mean, there's the ones from the show, like you mentioned, the henchmen, the henchmen that yeah, yeah, but... didn't exist in the show, which I, I thought they were just going for Bebop and Rocksteady myself. But Pretty you much. see a, you see a talking pig. That's what you think, right? Yeah. So, um, the thing is, yeah. I quite like the talking pig, even though he's not from Power Rangers. And so I should rally against him automatically. I do quite like him. I've always remembered the bit where Ivan Ooze says, you know, but you're forgetting I'm a master of disguise. And the pig goes, how can I forget? I never knew. I always like that <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't bother me. But uh, yeah, I guess with monsters, I am thinking more of the the ending weird CGI. It's almost yes. Babylon 5 level uh, CGI. It, I think it's worse. I think it's some <laughs> of the worst CG I've ever seen. I, that is, I think, even as a kid watching it, I was like, this isn't good. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was very much... I don't think I was as far as that. I don't know that I was able to go like, this is bad. But I was going like, I'm not... I'm not having a good feeling as I watch this. I, mm. that, that was what it was. I remember they made me feel bad in a way that I couldn't quite put together, like almost queasy to look at. And now I know what it is. It's that they're rubbish. And <laughs> they're, they're ruining the film. And it's terrible. Because, of course, in the TV series, they're literally like... They're not literally the toys that they released, although sometimes they were when they when they did when the Americans had to re remake some of the footage and it was just the closest thing they had. But they might as well be like they look like toys, mm. the the robots that you see on screen, especially the, the transforming the sequences, especially. Yes, they, and they transform in exactly the way that the toys did, which was what was a so good about the toys, and b what was so good about the TV show. Like, yeah, you were just watching toys you had being flapped around in the best way in the in the <laughs> coolest way possible um and then in this film they're like ah oh, we can go a step further than that we, instead of that we're making big robots let's break out the cg but the cg they had was like sub honey we shrunk ourselves cg <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's really awful yeah 1993 I've... is way too early to try pulling that well, off. even jurassic five, park is no, we're actually in, we're in we're in 95 by now this is a bit i think along. yeah three is when the show started, show started. Oh, okay because i was just thinking you know Jura well, jurassic park's 93 and um you know since it's come out it's been well, you know 60 percent of this actually isn't like cg <laughs> well they yeah. even had the ghoul to mention jurassic park in this film I know, in a, I know, in a moment that looks really dubbed over. Did you notice that you can't see anyone's faces during that moment? Mm. What the camera is looking at the the bones because I think they're in the bone pit. Area. Yeah, and then the cam and then I can't even tell uh, which one said it. I think it was whatever the Black Ranger's name is. Adam. And he, yes, and he goes, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and then. One of the girls goes, aha, very funny. And then the camera pans so you can see them. So I think that's ADR. I think they were just like, uh, we haven't mentioned Jurassic Park yet in this film. Let's let's put something in. You're probably <laughs> right. Yeah, I only remember Adam's name because I find the stuff with him being the frog is actually quite funny. I'm a frog, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the line everyone remembered from seeing this film. I'm a frog. Yeah. So it's sitting here looking for uh But that that a... fight is okay because it's like they just use a puppet. Dinosaur yes, that's fine. That's a that good looks bit. good. Yeah. <laughs> on set They've stuff, just got yeah. the three puppets. No, it's as soon as they yeah, actually it, that whole bit on the planet is probably the best bit of the film. I think the best bit of the film is the opening. This time right. This time watching it, I was surprised to find that I was quite enjoying it. I thought I didn't hmm. really like the Power Rangers. I mean, at the by the way, I wasn't like that grumpy about it at the time. I thought it was just no, fine. Yeah, yeah. 
But, you know, whenever I've seen it as a teenager or an adult, I, I, yeah, I was like, oh, this is rubbish. So I was surprised that when I started watching, I was going, wait a minute. You know, it's been a while since I've seen, I mean, first of all, just the novelty of it being like a 16 by 9 format film rather than a, a, a widescreen, you know, in a, mm. in a letterbox. You know, we we all bought widescreen TVs to get around that problem. And then they just changed the widescreeniness of everything. <laughs> um, but um so there was that. There was that big screen look to it. There's the fact that all of the skydiving stuff is actually quite well filmed. And then you've got the skating sequence. Not interesting as a kid, but now it's like, oh, cool, fair play. These stunt people are doing uh, doing well. And there are several moments where they're not stunt people. You can tell they're mm. the actual rangers. There's actually a, a really impressive bit. Because you forget, these aren't just actors. These are, in fact, gymnasts and people who were, mm. if anything, picked for that ability. They were mostly hired to do the kung fu, right? Rather yeah. than... So there's a bit where two of the rangers backflip into view. Like you're looking at a, a wall and other posing rangers and the last two rangers backflip past the camera from both sides and join the, the arrangement. And you're like, oh, that's really them. There's no mm. cut there. They did those flips and they got into that position. Fair play. But that's the trouble. As soon as the story starts, it it really highlights that it's not a good film. <laughs> because up till then it's just a quite quite reasonably filmed action sequence mm. L less filmic and more like you know skating tricks yeah. type video but still but that's fine but then they they do start talking and yes then we have to be introduced to some random kid and yeah it's not mm. some random kid kills any media right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's he was a random kid he was not yeah he's not from anything his. No, nor is his dad. They're just made up for this. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that you see, that's where I'm not in context. I just assume I guess, that things are baked in, and this, and apparently they're just thrown in. So I think in yeah. the TV show, we never see who the Power Rangers are rescuing. They're just rescuing a cardboard city. A lot so, of the time. Well, well, it would be divided. Yeah. The 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 live action Americans live action the American segments where they're not in their costumes. There would always be a kid of the week there, and then okay. they would. And then there would be Power Ranger Japanese footage. And then you'd go back to the Kid of the Week and they'd resolve the problem that the Kid of the Week... Right, yeah, because the Kid of the Week, he didn't need the Power Rangers to rescue him from a monster. No. He needed these cool teens to teach him a life lesson yeah. about... Yeah. Yeah. And it <laughs> might be it might be in some drink. way... It might be in some way tied in with the theme of what the monster is this week. But yes, it, it, it would be that. Um, uh, well, I mean, Matt, if you don't know this... The the random naked woman in the middle, not from Power Rangers. I I actually did look it up because I she looked a whole lot like Charlie's or Ron or whatever. So it's like that can't be one of her first roles, and it's not. So nah. no, <laughs> it was an Australian uh, that, model that's thrown in for the dads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did kind of catch that because I I and, uh, who, who is this person? And I was like, oh, they're not in anything, including any other Power Rangers. So I I actually did pick up that Ivan News. I just picked up you know by yeah the fact that it just seemed weird that they, they were just like shoving their normal villains into a corner like even i caught on that yeah. so that yeah. was just, that was kind of weird yeah <laughs> what they should have gotten like david bowie to play ooze that would have been cool <laughs> it would have but uh, but the thing is he was the, he was the only good one so i think they should have got david bowie to play i don't know all the power rangers that would have been cool <laughs> um I, I, have do. A real, I have a real soft spot for the for the Power Rangers we have here. That the a, costumes the ones that are well, a the ones that are the originals because I mean apart from the fact you know we now know there was 
dreadful abuse going on and everything and it was an unpleasant mm. job so real soft spot for them and also i just like them i'm just fond of them and then now now as a grown-up i'm like oh you know good on you to the new kids as well like you've got yourselves a job your power Rangers, the kids love you well done yeah. it's just not a very good performance but whatever that's fine you weren't being paid <laughs> so you shouldn't really put yeah. any effort in. so the cg and stuff at the end is crap yeah. um what i do like about that sequence it's the only time we actually get to see the individual Zords do anything. Yes. In the show, they always immediately make the Megazord. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess they had a man in a suit costume. They didn't have animatronic animals well, they could use. It was because the first few episodes of Power Rangers, they did. The the the, the separate Zords did do stuff. And then they just ran out of footage of that. They didn't have ah. any more. So, you know, they used it all. And so they just had to go straight. Because the thing is... By a few episodes into Power Rangers, they've exhausted all they can do with the footage from all of Zoo Ranger. And mm. so they start on the next series, but they start trying to like... So you know the Green Ranger? Mm. Like, he was from Zoo Ranger. The White Ranger was from a totally different series in which they all looked like the White Ranger and they all had like tigery stuff all over their helmets. Um, and... So, but they just made it work. They just made sure that these characters and those characters never really hung out together while they were rangers. They always split off to different quests. They were, and and so that, but that further limited what footage they could use because now you, there's only three episodes where that happens, so they have to stick to those ones and things like this. It became very convoluted. It really did. But I didn't notice. Say, <laughs> no, I think the later seasons they do actually have a bit more communication with the Japanese. Well, they they Studios. got their own. Um, they yes, they they not they a they got their own copies of the costumes, mm. so they were able to film their own stuff. And b the the Japanese studios just were I don't know they were just into Power Rangers enough that they started making stuff for them. Especially they would dig out oh, the old nice. costumes and toys and film new stuff. So yeah, there was a bit of back and forth. Well, it probably was bringing in a hell of a lot more money than at least back in the nineties. Probably than yeah. showing in Japan was. Yeah, well, I mean, the, huge. The Japanese, you know, the Super Sentai thing here certainly not slowing down. I but mean, I do <laughs> notice oh, in Japan, Kamen Rider is way bigger. Yeah, Kamen Rider Whereas, and Ultraman are the two number, like the big ones. Unfortunately, and Sentai is like the like, little behind thing. Unfortunately, the Americanized version of Kamen Rider was was awful. dreadful. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd always wondered, like, oh, I wonder why Kamen Rider never picked up. And then I yeah. watched. Did you watch the Toy Galaxy video? I don't think so. But that that's what I watched recently. I was like, oh, that's why it didn't take off, because they absolutely fucked it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to open myself a tab of that video. That sounds like just the sort of thing I'd like to watch. Yeah, no, I, I just watched it. I, it was when it was okay. on. It was called, it was called Masked Rider. And it was dreadful. And Big Bad Beetleborgs was dreadful. Every yep. time they tried VR Troopers, they kept trying. Mm -hmm. Saved by the Bell style. And they didn't learn from that. <laughs> it's not what we want. We want Power Rangers. Just make power. Never mind spending all this money on other footage, hiring other actors. Just get all that money and give it to the Power Rangers so, so that you can keep stay. the Power Rangers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, thanks. I think when they first started Mask Rider, they tried to do a crossover with Power Rangers. Yeah, I, th yeah, I think so. And yeah. I think I watched that, but I didn't go on to watch the series. Yeah. They'll never be in the same shot then. Possibly. Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different lighting as they talk to each other with obviously. Oh, but the, the out of costume actors can be in the same shot. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Then they'll go and do separate superhero stuff. Right. That, that's kind of what I was getting at. So, you know, my thing, I guess, really was um, <clears throat> Voltron, right? Mm. So, which you, you, the individual lions could do things because, you know, it was animated. I had yeah. this awesome die cast Voltron when I was a kid. And I think one of my first big bouts of utter disappointments when one of the little plastic doohickeys didn't connect, like the head wouldn't go on anymore or something. <laughs> Still a I cool had, toy. I had quite a few Zords and Megazords growing up. Yeah. And I had the ridiculous Power Rangers figure where the head can change, but it yeah. means they're all unbelievably buff to make room in the chest yeah, for the alternative chest. <laughs> yeah, the um the, the the you could get Megazord toys, mm. but then the deluxe Megazord came out, and that was the one that, that came in the form of the five separate yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only could you click them together. You clicked them together the exact way that they did on the TV. The same bits opened and the same bits went round the same bits. And that was very, very high quality. Because, of course, by this time in Japan, probably from the from the off, but certainly by this time, they were making them explicitly to sell toys of. Oh, yeah. And so they they were designing the toys and first, and presumably, and then making the series around that. I don't know. But uh, it, was, it, it all lined up exactly. As for Voltron, that was a bit, a bit before my time. Um, and so the only way that I found out about it actually was one day in the changing rooms in PE, um, <laughs> somebody was claiming that there used to be a cartoon of Power Rangers that he'd seen. And we were going, no, they didn't. No, they did. They did. But they were all lions. <laughs> no, you're making it up. You know, this wasn't the same kid who claimed there was a white ranger, but it might as well have been. It was that, that level of incredulity. Yeah. 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 Oh, I remember those kids. There, I've there seen those kids too. a few times. That is where they changed the toy lineup and lost me because, um, you know, I had my awesome die cast Mark One Voltron, and then they had the cheap plastic Mark Two that looked, um, you know, the design was as cool. It's like, no, no, this isn't cool. Right, you know, I'm yeah. six years old. I can tell this isn't cool, though. <laughs> no, I was, I think they got me because every time there was a news order, I'm like, this is even cooler. I've got to have it. Well, they, it, they it worked on me basically every time. I was, I was for a while. That first Deluxe Megazord. There's no way to explain to you how amazing the day we got that was. Then the Dragon Zord that connects up to it. Then yeah. the Titanus that connects up to them. All amazing. Then the Thunder Megazord. Oh my God, it was amazing. Like, how could they have topped the original one? Well, they did. And then, then came the Ninja Zords, which are the ones in this film represented here in dodgy CG. Suppose, yeah, you do go dinosaurs, dragons, normal animals. Yeah. <laughs> Because the second one was made out of... Because the first one's of dinosaurs, Matt. The second one was all made out of mythic creatures. There was a unicorn and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it's just like, oh, here's a bear and a frog. Um, <laughs> and they didn't... But the thing is, they didn't even look that interesting compared to them. And then... And the, the Megaz we got the Megazord toy, and it was all right, but it wasn't really that mm. interesting. It, it wasn't... You just kind of clipped them together. It wasn't very good. And then they actually kind of, like... What I, okay, look, the way that the Megazord worked in the original one was that you would get two of them and like fold them up and that was the legs and you would clip the, the body of the dinosaur one into it, blah, 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 blah. By the time of the Ninja Zord, you just sort of got two of the Zords and put them on the sides to be the arms and there was it wasn't even disguised. There was just a peg sticking out of them that you put <laughs> it on and it was like, well, that's rubbish. And then they brought out the next one, which was the Shogun Zords. And that was literally just five dudes just five oh, blocks. the individual off. ones were humans and then they made a bigger yeah yeah they weren't even like animals they were just standing up guys and then you just 
put them together without without folding anything, without transforming anything, without clipping anything. You just stick them together, and now they're a bigger man. And it's just like, oh, forget it. We used <laughs> to save up all our pocket money for these. Who cares anymore? And so yeah, then I was I was my out. I wasn't watching animals. Power Rangers anymore. Yeah. My spirit yeah. animal is man. <laughs> <laughs> But for oh, no. me, I was before this, after this, during this, I've always been a big Godzilla fan. Ah. So part of what I like about Power Rangers is it's basically kaiju stuff. Big yeah. Monster Smash City. Yeah. Um, and Godzilla, like Power Rangers, it's always best when it's a man in a suit. Yeah. Even the even the most the recent one, the 2017 movie, yeah. the CG and stuff, it didn't look as good. And I, I yeah. occasionally on my Twitter, I'll see a clip from like the Japanese stuff that's coming out now. Or yeah. like Matt says, I'll just see it on TV at work. Yeah, you just watch it, yeah. That stuff looks great. Yeah. <laughs> They've got really great fun. costumes, really good, superimposing. The it thing looks is better than either of the films. Power Rangers is fun. Uh, sorry, Super Sentai is fun. Power Rangers was like tr- a combination, a weird combination between incredibly sweet and babyish and badass that was what it was mm-hmm. aiming for and then uh, and that's why the rock adventure album is so good because it just has one of those components because one of the really high one of the things about it, it was always high quality in power rangers was the soundtrack mm-hmm. they they just had this guy ron wasserman i want to say who was really good and he just banged out these these metal songs that he'd written and like they were good and so that's why the album's good. But yes, with the TV series, it's an odd combination. And then with the 2017 film, I rewatched the 2017 film in case we were going to discuss it today. And I was surprised to find because I was I was I've always been a big defender of the 2017 film. I'm mm. I always said it was better than it ought to be, and it's a sh- not perfect, not brilliant, but a shame that they didn't get to do more with that cast because I thought they just deserved it. I thought they were good. Mm. This time watching it, it was a slightly different experience because this time I was like, okay, what it is is that this is a very likable cast who are doing a stellar job of presenting as best they can an awful script that is not just bad in the terms of like the lines that people say, because they're on that level, it's just normal. But like, it's a fanfic. It's like it's what you would. It, it, what it reminds me of is when in the nineties, uh, someone uploaded, uh, or it might have been two thousand, something like that. Someone uploaded a screenplay for a film called, uh, what was it? Just Ninja Turtles. Okay. And not Teenage Mutant, just Ninja Turtles. And it said at the top of the screenplay that it's called that because now it's not silly anymore. And it was like. <laughs> It was like quotes from the the uh, quotes from the script to show you how badass it was going to be, like almost <laughs> like pull quotes on a poster, but like quotes from the script. And it was like things like, you know, we're going to snap their necks, Leonardo. And then there was one that was just <laughs> like, the one was just like, shit, Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was that that screenplay which tried its best to be this like badass grown-up version of ninja turtles which of course like now that's so silly because there's loads of versions of that like just read the comics as well um, say there's the original ninja turtles that did yeah. that. <laughs> um the, the power rangers 2017 reboot film feels like that it feels like some teenager on the internet writing down like and then this happens and then it's because they spent absolutely ages 
just like mucking about in some water and going through some uh, <laughs> stuff to get to the spaceship and all the while someone's different characters are going like the zeo crystal eltar um the the you you'll have to morph they're like saying all the words from power rangers but without it meaning anything anytime they say it unless you're already a fan of the thing and mm -hmm. it's like yeah it's quite tiresome i found this time also i thought the suits looked good i think but if they just used actual practical suits Yes. The film could have had Power Rangers scenes in it. Well, I mean, I think they did. They can't have been CG all the way through, can they? Well, because Maybe I they think can. they are. Because they only, yeah. you only see them right at the end for that one fight yeah. with the, a couple of rocks and they get in their zords. It's like really I did, brief, yeah. I, I did watch that one for, I don't even remember why, but uh, <laughs> I watched it and I was like halfway through like, is this a Power Rangers movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not because when they'd say those things, you know, I wasn't a fan. So, like, like you said, I'm like, they're just they're saying things, you know. I don't yeah. see how this all connects. But in the '96 one, it's the other way. You have all your Power Rangers scenes at the start, but then, yeah, that's pretty much done so this for most my, of the film. My big complaint about that film when I originally saw it, um, once I eventually sort of put the words to it, is that, yeah. All of the marketing had been that amazing shot of just like the, the crescent moon outlines of their helmets uh, mm -hmm. next to each other in a line. Uh, it was all about these, the way they're going to look. It's the Power Rangers. It's the power. They were the biggest thing at the time. And they're going to be oh, a yeah. movie. And we remembered when this happened to Turtles and what they delivered was like a proper film. Mm. And so we were expecting that for Power Rangers. And instead, they... Um, they do show up in the suits for 10 minutes together and then the suits are dissolved off them metroid style like they lose all their power and then then they're just dressed as ninjas they go to this this planet and they get the new power but they're just in these cloth ninja suits mm. and then you see the suits again at the end and it's it's not enough it just i came here for power rangers if you're not going to give me power rangers What's the thing when they're not the Power Rangers? They're the not-in-suits teenagers. Well, it's not them either, is it? Two of them are. There's Billy. There's Kimberly. Who are these other guys? I don't care. So what am I supposed to be watching the middle of this film for? I have a news. <laughs> yeah, news. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I now recognize as a grown-up, I have a news. He's the best bit. But I didn't, didn't get it at the time. Because they're also... Some of the stuff that they put in that's for kids. Now, I know I was a bit on the old side. I was like 13. But I did think that it was embarrassing how it's all like, oh, he's a booger. Oh, he's snot. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, oh. shut up. Like, I've, I've never liked that stuff. Like, no. I'm a big, a big Digimon guy. But whenever they yeah. start doing poop jokes, it's like, nah, that's not for me. Yeah. I can't. It's just worse. It's like it's fine. Like we've all we've all laughed at things like that, especially as kids. Well, no, especially as adults. But <laughs> it's not as good though as if you were doing something good. Yeah, well, that's the thing because I took Power Rangers incredibly seriously <laughs> at that yeah. age, right? Yeah. So I want my villain to be villainous, not a comedy yeah, because, booger man. <laughs> because what would have just happened around this time on TV? And this, and did you have Sky at the time? No, I don't think so. No, neither do we. So what had just happened that summer, it was 
um, because it was the school summer holiday, and so it was playing in the mornings. Mm. And um, I think the film came out around Christmas of that year. And there was the big episode that was like an hour long special, or, or or two episodes put together, but but they played it as well. Where Rita Repulsa, out of absolutely nowhere, is kicked out of the villain spot by Lord Zed, who mm. comes stomping in. I knew about him from the album, so I was really looking forward to him coming in because they they do that bit in the album where he shows up and kicks her out. Like, oh, that album, they knew what they were doing. Anyway, <laughs> and um, but um, so but that there's no two ways about it. Like, I'm sure if you watch it now, it'd be the silliest kids showist thing in the world but at the time even to a 13 year old it was incredible that episode it was amazed the stakes this flayed man with like his blood going round invisible pipes round his muscles and his brain sticking out of his helmet kicks rita repulsa the villain from power rangers out of power rangers it's oh my god it was the most and to defeat him, to fight back. That was when they got the Thunder Zords. Because oh, he killed the Zords! It was amazing! And then <laughs> that that was the Power Rangers movie. And then this thing comes out and it's just... What's this rubbish? Who are these people? Who's this kid? Who's this kid's <laughs> dad? Who's this slime guy who's like using all the special effects that weren't bad cg were just like yeah we got a pot of slime well yeah i've got one of them that's not impressive to me i own one the bit where the the bit where he's like disguised as a, a sort of a, a a conjurer entertainer he's like hey roll up kids buy my slime and they look at it and they go Ugh. and you're like no we've had this toy the one they're using for the prop we've had that for years it's we've, I, since in primary 80s. school Sorry, it was man, green. I shouted over you. No, it was green for Ghostbusters, right? They changed it pink for Ghostbusters too. I guess it was time for purple. Did they? <laughs> See, that's the thing. Uh, to me, it was just like it wasn't even a tie-in thing because I think a lot of American kids talk about Nickelodeon gack, but we didn't really have Nickelodeon. So here it's just like, yeah, slime. You could just get it. You could just get it. It was just a normal toy you could get. Yeah, no, we, we just give it the name ectoplasm. That's all, because that, yeah. that sounds. Cool. I think I bought a pot that was called Flubber at one point. Did, mm. Yeah, I bet I had one. My favorite one was in a uh, plastic tub, just from the tat uh, aisle at Children's World. Um, it was probably a pound, and it was uh, the tub was in the shape of a dinosaur. Why not? Why not? Sure. And then you unscrew the cap at the top and you get all this and you've got loads of the stuff. Loads of slime. And of course, because of the shaped bottle, when you squeeze it back in again, it's very, very satisfying <laughs> to get the bubbles out. Lovely. Um, and then it was made of thin plastic, so it cracked and it split and it dried out the slime. So it never lasts long, but it was normal. And to have this film where it's like, that's what they were giving us. That was this main special effect that was the main villain also i might add all of the slime special effects like the bit where ivan ooze stretches out into a weird long snake oh, to, well, to make himself part of the robot yeah. it becomes a yeah, phallus yeah, yeah. yes yeah well that i mean god i wish i wish i could be sophisticated enough to tell you that I know Terminator 2 as well as I know the Super Mario Brothers movie, but it isn't the case. I think that effect, that effect or a similar one was in Terminator 2, but mm. definitely it was in Super Mario Brothers at the end, and it was better than yes. it is in this. And it wasn't very good in that. Um, <laughs> it's terrible special effects, this film. It's, it's heinous. Yes, what happens at the end is Ivan Ooze oozes himself, because if you haven't seen it, 
he can turn into slime and he can do slime stuff and make slime stuff happen. And he turns into some slime, goes into a Zord that he has. He's got an evil Zord and it turns into looking like him. And the thing is, this is where I, this is where I got annoyed at the film watching it yesterday. Now what we have is a robot representative of a character that we've seen throughout the film. A CG robot version of a character that we've seen throughout the film. And it looks awful. And this is why that's a problem. It's because 10 years earlier, they turned Michael Jackson into a robot in Moonwalker. And it looked better than this. <laughs> 10 they years made a ago. great Sega Genesis game with that one too. Yeah, they did. At least it seemed great when I was twelve. <laughs> with a with a with a soundtrack that's, that's just right. as good as the real songs. <laughs> well worth a listen now and then, especially if you are in that position where you're like, "Oh damn it, I really like some Michael Jackson songs, but I don't feel right listening to actual Michael Jackson songs." Throw on the Moonwalker soundtrack. That's the answer. It's great. <laughs> oh, I, I have to throw this. You keep bringing up the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger soundtrack uh, as, a, uh -huh. as a metal masterpiece. It is, so, and you and obviously you know some Saved by the Bell. So I want to just compare that with the horror show that is the Saved by the Bell soundtrack. <laughs> if I could, I spent the nineties looking for a Saved by the Bell CD and failing to find one. It was not released here. I've, uh, you know, I was like, D can I not? Can I? Is a man not entitled to the Friends Forever on CD of his own brow? <laughs> and he was and he wasn't if i could get a copy of that now i know it's bad but it's got friends forever on it and it's got the theme tune on it that's all i need oh it's got um you know uh put your mind to it go for yeah, it yeah. that's on there oh right the the the, the, the tweaking song yeah yeah no if i want to <laughs> if i want to annoy my wife <laughs> very important I, song if i need to annoy my wife instantly yeah it's time to start singing friends forever of course <laughs> friends forever rules that's just a quite good song it's just badly produced <laughs> well, yeah that's um uh the guy that did the music for that show it's amazing because he has such a distinct style but he sucked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what i love about it is that it, assuming and i'm guessing that the guy who did the music is the guy who's the main singer in it right he's the zach morris singing voice and no, i think he's the uh, instrumentalist scott Gale, oh, okay. i know too much about this shit <laughs> <laughs> no, don't tell me. I'm a big Saved by the Bell fan, and I I ought to know these things. I've I am I own all the Saved by the Bells on DVD. Asterisk the good ones. I don't mean like no. There's no new class in there. But and in fact, here's my story about that. Sorry, listeners, I'm just talking about now. Um, the the day that I decided to finally own all of Saved by the Bell on DVD, that I was lying to myself by by trying to be all up uh, up myself and be like, oh no, I don't need. Saved by the Bell on DVD. Yes, of course I did. So I finally sent off for the DVDs. Now, the post was unreliable here at our flat. So I sent it to the comic shop that my wife worked at, which was normal. That was where we sent all of our posts. Well, the, the, the postman came by before anyone was at the shop because it opened quite late. It opened at like 10 o'clock. And what he'd done, this postman, is he just left it on the floor, on, just on the ground in a city. Now this this is a comic shop in a city center, and that with as much foot traffic as that implies. So what? And and in fact, it's in an area where at the time there was a problem with people stealing things to go and sell for drug money, and so exactly what you're imagining uh, happened. There was an obvious Amazon package on the floor uh, that was obviously going to have something worth selling, and 
when uh, the, the whoever was first to the shop that morning showed up, what they found was an opened package with Saved by the Bell DVDs still entirely in it, poking out a little bit, telling a very clear story of what had happened here. That some <laughs> robber had gone like, ah ha ha, and opened it to steal the contents and gone like, oh no, you're all right, mate, and just left it there. And anyone else who went past had exactly the same response as well. In, in Japan, I could just have my complete set sent to the convenience store for pickup, so no one had to know what I was doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. also in Japan, you can leave like a pile of goods outside of a shop for a night and no one will touch it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it blew my mind. My first day I arrived at the airport, I was, people just plug their phone in, walk away. Oh, wow, really? to charge at the yeah. sockets. Oh, wow. And I, I've I've become too Japanese now. I just, I leave my door unlocked. I, oh. If I'm in Starbucks, I'll leave my laptop, my switch, my phone, go to the bathroom, come back. Yeah. So if I ever go back to the UK, everything I own is getting stolen. <laughs> The thing is, I think you can do that. It's just that we're all too scared to, which mm. is as good as not being able to do it, you know? Yeah. But it only has to happen to you once, right? Yeah. Because I've had my phone stolen, my bike stolen twice you. Uh. in the UK. But here, I lost, I've told this story a million times. I'm going to do it again. I lost my wallet. The next day, I went to the police station, told them my name. They're like, yeah, we got your wallet. Here you are. Huh. Went to work. Huh. We got a phone call. Uh, you dropped a 10 yen coin. <laughs> And a police officer came to work. Oh my god! To give me this ten yen coin, which is the equivalent of about eight pence. Oh, <laughs> that is how not busy the police oh are god. in Nagano, Japan. Oh, um, it must be lovely there. Yep. Before I get to wrapping up, I, I am going to bring up the uh, the loaded question: How does this hold up? <laughs> Which I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but the thing is, it 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 holds up the same as it did at the time. Like, it was never, never very good. good. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, it's like it's better and worse than I remember it because yeah. now I can watch it and I don't really care about the changed cast and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, when I was a kid this was the coolest action I'd ever seen in my life. And now right. I'm like, well, that, that first bit, the fight in the car park in the junkyard where they're being Power Rangers, fighting baddies. Was, as a, this would, I'd be interested to know this, as a, a kid at the time, mm. did you, there was a bit that I always disliked, and I wonder if you just thought it was cool, which is the bit where, quite early on, I think it's Tommy, in it, not, it, you know, the White Ranger, but he isn't a Power Ranger in this scene, mm. does one of the least convincing wire work moves I think I've ever seen, where whoever it is, anyway, they they sort of diagonally slide towards a bad guy while sort of kicking their feet at it oh. and into its chest. And it's awful. I think I know the move you mean, and yeah, There's it's no not great. There's no dynamism in it at all. <laughs> but, but watching it, what the bits like that, watching it this time, I was a bit more accepting of, frankly, just because I've seen far stupider films since. <laughs> At the time, it was probably the stupidest film I've ever, I'd ever seen. But now I've watched loads of stupid films. And, you know, so it's kind of like just funny. And at risk of sounding like a huge wank, it's just mm. nice to see actors on screen doing real moves on each other. Yes. 
because that's pretty rare these days. It is, yes. It's, I mean, you could throw that, that yeah. Sean do a Shaw Brothers film and it would probably work out okay. You know, 70s Hong Kong Kung Fu. Well, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. It's not as good as those. And it perhaps no. it should have been. That's what they should have done. They should have that's where they should have gone all in. Never no CG. Just do loads of wire work kung fu and do it really well. And then it would have been quite good. Um, but that's what the Wachowskis, Wachowskis figured out, right? They they hired the man who does that. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, this, this was before that, Hollywood knew how to choreograph fights. Yeah, that's it, yeah. One thing that did hold up differently this time, though, and better, is the, the III song in the end credits. I quite liked it this time. <laughs> I thought it was the stupidest thing in the world back then, and I didn't think it was a very good song, and I thought it sounded a bit wet and weak. Um, and it does, but I don't know. I was, it's a laugh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, does it hold up? No. Did it ever? No. 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 <laughs> but Matt, as our dad that we dragged to see the Power Rangers movie, how was your first viewing? Did I bring a flask of whiskey into the theater with me? <laughs> <laughs> nope. You had to watch oh. it bone dry. <laughs> oh, screw this movie. Okay. <laughs> 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 how many how many viewings did this take you to get through i i my notorious five viewings actually haven't been the thing recently i did in two okay yeah so i i it's not like i was just i didn't have to slog through it we'll give it that credit yeah. you know you, you come in knowing that it's it's going to be grade a american cheese so you got that worked <laughs> out already you know yeah, well, i i did slog i i, I saw it in three and the first <laughs> So 20 minutes, quite enjoyed. The next 20 minutes, oh my God. And then I forced my way through the rest. It's nighttime. And I and that's why I asked about the, the whiskey. I was sitting here drinking my chew high watching it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh. So I did do it in one sitting, uh, not last night, the night before. I, I hadn't seen it in probably 10 years. Yeah. As I, I did watch the videotape to death. But I, I had tapes of a couple of TV episodes. I definitely watched those more. That's it. Yeah, we had the video of the first episodes, and and then we just taped all the rest of the episode. You know, as soon as we knew we liked it, we just taped them all. So we would just watch those over and over again. Yeah, this didn't get watched all that much. Yeah, I, I guess I should have compared it with an actual episode. But uh, well, you know, I thought I was like, oh, it's the movie they're giving. This is like. Here in 2022, I was like assuming, oh, they're going to give me the best that this franchise this has to offer. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that's that that's how this represented to me. I was like, I guess this is as good as it gets, but I, I guess it's not. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not. But I, if you tried to watch any Power Rangers as a 40 year old man who hasn't seen it before, none of it's going to be good. Yeah, well, it's again, it's like <laughs> yeah. watching the common writer at work, right? Yeah. <laughs> Although that has some harrowing moments from time to time. They, they love crucifying people in Kamen Rider. <laughs> Anytime a character's been kidnapped and needs to be rescued, they're on a cross. <laughs> I don't know why that's so big in Japanese kids TV, but they love it. Uh, yeah. um, final but thoughts would, on this one. Oh, go I ahead. would say if you, if you happened to want to watch a Power Rangers episode to compare this to, go with The Mutiny. That's the three, I've just looked it up, three-part episode which is the the opening of season two of Power Rangers. That's the one where Lord Zed first comes in. And it's the one I thought was the most badass they ever did. So if you don't like that, you don't like Power Rangers. 
There you go. Right, I think we've said as much as anyone needs to say on Mighty Morphing Power Rangers, the movie. <laughs> okay. Dave, where can people find you on that there internet? All right, then. Well, I've got a couple of podcasts of my own. Um, every two weeks, I do Sonic the Comic, the podcast with uh, Chris McFeely off of YouTube's uh, Transformers Basics. And um, that is here in the UK in the very first days of Sonic, starting in 1993. So not the very first days, but just after Sonic 2 had come out. We had a comic, not the one that they had in America, a totally different comic, which was just like the actual games. And it always like followed them. And it didn't, you know, because the American comics kind of did their own thing. But also it happened to be a sort of games magazine light. So it had news, gaming news and reviews. And it had lots of um, strips based on other Sega games like Golden Axe. And famously, Mark Miller's take on Streets of Rage is well worth a look um just for you know artifact of history type thing and on sonic the comic the podcast which you'll find by just typing those words into something or going to sonic the comic no stctp.wigglehe.com um sorry about wigglehe.com it's a it's a nonsense but it has it just go to wigglehe.com by itself and you'll see what's going on there and it's very odd but um uh, yeah we we cover everything including the adverts and the letters page because we're trying to we're not so much trying to tell you what happens to Sonic the Hedgehog in the comic. We're trying to tell you what it was like to be a child in the 90s in the UK. So we fold in like TV adverts and theme tunes and we uh, tapes that I made at the time and things like this. We're trying to actually put you in a place and let you live there and see that our Sonic was the best Sonic and it was better and it's wrong that they've retconned it all out kin to bore forever sonic the comic the podcast i also have another one called serious disney um some episodes of which are called frivolous disney because we just talk about silly things and we are silly people this is myself and my friend Jahan rana uh who you probably don't know from anything else but he uh knows how to talk about films and i know how to annoy him by making him watch bad things and we've gone through all of the um the Disney, well, not all of them are still doing it, but for, for whatever reason, we've decided to take seriously the Disney live action remakes and actually appraise them. And when they're good, and a couple of them are good, we'll say so and you'll know so. And when they're bad, there's like a six hour long Beauty and the Beast special. It's, inc <laughs> it's the amount of work that went into that thing was quite incredible. Um, but our latest episode is uh, recorded the day. We saw Encanto when that came out. The, the weekend it came out, we went straight to it. So we were one of the first sort of, you know, podcasts to talk about it. And um, and it's been rather nice to see our opinions of it validated by its ongoing roaring success. Um, nice. So, yes, if you like that sort of thing, Serious Disney and Sonic the Comic, the podcast. And you can just find me where I'll post all of that on Twitter as Demon Tomato Dave. And indeed on YouTube, as Demon Tomato Dave, I've got lots of good videos that you'll quite like, especially the one called Dave's First Game, which I think you should watch. There you go. That's who I am, Demon Tomato Dave. Thank you. I am a def I'm a like every week listener of Sonic the Comic the Podcast. And I do check out a lot of your YouTube stuff. I also haven't read much of the comic. I just listened to the pod. Yeah. I, that, yes, there are people who do that. Um Go and have a look. When we say that the art's particularly good or something. I do, I do check out things like that. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. um, you can get them all online. They're all floating around. I did read an issue as a kid with Medusa on the cover. And I've looked it up. That's way in the future. I don't remember it, but I believe you. I read it because it was at a church that I was in. Oh. In the little kids nice. section. Church of Medusa. That's nice. Yep. 
Uh, also, I guess because this recording was coming up, a few days ago I had a dream that I was on your podcast, oh. but trying to bluff because I hadn't read the comic. Yes. <laughs> and then you Classic asked me dream. you asked me to do a synopsis. Yes. <laughs> I, I did a big bit about like, you know, I guess because it wasn't that interesting. A lot of it's I've forgotten it, but you know, I like the <laughs> art. <laughs> Very indicative of the time in which it was created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this. <laughs> but it was a Spyro the Dragon comic, which I don't think Sonic the Comic ever has. No, it didn't. No. But if you've enjoyed this podcast, we can be found on Twitter at MLSFSPod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can find podcasts. Just search Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary. And if you want to help support it and keep it online, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius, where you'll find links to all the other podcasts that me and Matt create. You got that. Sorry, I was trying to find like a fantastic quote to end things with, but I didn't write so many quotes because they didn't write a script for this, did they? No. You lose, you lose. The only line I can think of. I'm a frog. Shh, shh, shh.